Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Well, hi again, everyone. I'm 1010 Wins Sports Director Mark Renee. This is On The Mark, where we take a look at the stories behind the stories in the world of sports. And a good one for you today as we talk to a guy who is part of maybe the first family of football in the state of New Jersey. We're with Burton Catholic High School coach Vito Campanelli. He's getting set for his second-ranked Crusaders to take on the number one team in the state. That is St. Peter's Prep. They'll be playing in Oradell, New Jersey, this coming Saturday. Coach Campanelli, thank you so much for joining me. How are you today? Doing great, Mark. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. This is a conversation I've been wanting to have with you for a while now. And, of course, uh, with the big game coming up on Saturday. And I mentioned that you are part of maybe the first family of football in the state of New Jersey. Your dad was a coach. You have four brothers who coach. Um, your younger brother, Nunzio, uh, was the head coach at Bergen Catholic and then got hired to be an assistant at Rutgers under Chris Ash, who he wound up replacing for the second half of the season last year. Uh, with the Scarlet Knights, and he has stayed on, I believe, as the tight ends coach for Shiano. Is that right? He certainly has. Yeah, he's, he's made it made a good good run for himself down there. I know he loves being part of New Jersey football, and you know we're certainly proud of everything he's done. Yeah. All right, now let's talk about your team. As I mentioned, ranked second in the state, so this is a big game coming up on Saturday, and it's been a pretty good rivalry over the last few years between Bergen Catholic and St. Peter's Prep. I believe they have won the last two games in the series. And last year, very tight battle. It was a three-point game. Um, what are you expecting out of your side uh, against them this coming weekend? Yeah, I, I think we just got to play. You know, execution and toughness is really the two things that we've been honing in on. And I think, you know, not to sound cliche, but those are the things that are going to decide these marquee matchups it, it, it really comes down to the things that you do in practice and can you basically be repetitive enough to muscle memorize that stuff and then bring it to the, the big game situation and I uh, couldn't be more happy about the way our guys have approached the last week and a half and really uh, just working everything we can to be uh, great in all three aspects of the game. Now, this was a strange season coming in. You didn't start until the beginning of October, and you've only got a six-game regular season. Plus, you were off last weekend. So how stilted has all of this been with first not knowing when you would be able to practice and eventually get on the field to play, and now having a week off after the first four games? Unique would be an understatement, right? So, I mean, it is an ever-changing dynamic. So, you know, I think our kids have done an unbelievable job and our families 
have done an unbelievable job in their sacrifice, one, to Bergen Catholic, and two, to making sure that we keep everybody as healthy as we can. Um, our schools teamed up with Holy Name Hospital in Teaneck, and, you know, we have uh, great help in, in making sure that we have the safety and protocols in place to to work every day. And uh, I couldn't be more proud, always proud to be a part of what we are, but could not be more proud of everybody in our community that's helped us get to where we are today. Now, I know I went to the home opener for St. Peter's Prep in Jersey City, and they had a restriction of the crowd to 500. What sort of uh, restrictions does Bergen County slash Oradell enact uh, because of the COVID? Right. So the Big North has kind of put that 500 policy in place for the whole league. So I, I, that is kind of uh, league-wide, and the league's 113 teams. So uh, it may even be statewide for all I know. But, yeah, we're only allowed 500. So uh, I would say this game was sold out since the minute it was scheduled. You know, I, it, this would be a game that would probably get upwards of 10,000 people at our place. So, um, yeah, we're, on, we're only allowed – we're limited to 500 in the crowd. Uh, which is a little bit unique for, for a Petersburg game. But at the same time, uh, we're just really grateful to be playing. Yeah, I'm sure. Now, I mentioned it's number one, them against number two, you. But also, in the top 20 nationally, Max Preps has you guys ranked 19th. They are 14th. It's not every day that you get two teams from the same area of New Jersey that are ranked in the top 20 nationally really hard to find that happen, you know, and, and honestly, I, I think a lot of our guys, you know, the sacrifice that they make to be part of Burton Catholic, the work and effort that they put in and uh, this league, you just, it, it's such a great event every week because uh, week in, week out, you're going to play against elite competition. You're going to play incredibly competitive games. Um, and it's, it's just to us, it's, it's why we do what we do. Uh, couldn't ask for a better matchup and hats off to the schedule makers to have this, as the last regular season game, um, one and two in the state and two national top 20 national programs. Uh, it's, it's a great day. It's going to be a great day. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. The weather should be very, very cooperative. Uh, fingers absolutely crossed. Uh, let me talk about your team specifically, your offense. You've got uh, three juniors leading the way, your quarterback, Steve Angeli, the running back, uh, Ryan Butler, your receiver, Santino Correa. Uh, I'm just curious to know, uh, as they are juniors and they've had a, a difficult time trying to get people to come watch them in person because of the situation this year, how has the pandemic impacted their recruiting prospects? Well, it's, it's different in interpersonal contact of having guys in the school. And to be honest, it's probably made my life a little more hectic because you're on the phone with college guys uh, during the season. I like to keep that to Fridays, but Unfortunately, because they can't come out, we, we spend a heck of a lot more time than just Fridays right now. Um, I don't think it's really affected the 22 and 23 guys at all. Um, the guys that I worry for it, it is the 21s because there's going to be a lot of reclassing of the college guys. So this, this year is really not going to count for a lot of the guys that are in the NCAA now. And um, so our seniors, there's not as many scholarships available to those guys because they've reclassed a lot of the kids that are at the college level. So uh, those are the guys that we're really honing in on and trying to work our best to, to put them in the best hands uh, at the next level. Yeah. Now one of those seniors you mentioned is the big guy on your defensive line. And I say big folks, six, four, 300 pounds. I'm talking about Taiwan Malone, who also plays baseball, which I'm fascinated by. Um, and I saw, I guess, his most recent tweet regarding his own recruiting coach. Uh, Rutgers, Mississippi, 
Tennessee, Florida State, Texas A&M, and Southern Cal. Is there any update the last few weeks on that? Yeah, I think it's going to stay there for now, and I, I feel like Ty's going to make that decision at the Under Armour All-American game. He's been deemed, you know, he's the fourth high school All-American in Bergen Catholic history. Um, the, the thing I'll say about Ty, he, he's he's a better kid than he is a player. He, he's an unbelievable kid. He's just a great person to be around, and, you know, he's a heartbeat of our team. I, I just uh, so proud to coach him and so proud of all that he is. I was doing my homework uh, the last couple of days. There's some question as to whether he's going to play. Has he been dealing with an injury situation? He has. He, he has a knee. Uh, more than likely won't play in this game. Uh, you know, we're hope to, we'll hope that we can get him back. But uh, he, I would say, you know, I'm not one to pull punches. He's doubtful. But, um, you know, that's an elite group of kids. We, you know, we have – and he's done such a great job in leading those guys. But whether it's DJ Samuel, Sadir Mitchell, Dominic Ragna. Um, Christian Ross, they've, they've all done an unbelievable job. Uh, you know, they have 21 sacks already on the season. They're, they're, they're a really great group, and we're going to play against a great quarterback on Saturday. So uh, it, it's going to be a marquee matchup. Yeah, Taj Bullock is uh, the engine that drives St. Peter's prep. It's funny, you mentioned a bunch of your defensive guys, but not your sophomore linebacker who happens to be your leading tackler in uh, Malachi Mercer. He's got a lot of support, though, right? Oh, yeah. He's a different guy now. <laughs> so, you know, we, we, we start 18 underclassmen uh, right now. And I, I think Malachi has kind of propelled himself into being uh, the next big thing. I, I mean, you know, he's, he's like a quiet assassin, I like to say. But boy, you definitely hear him play more, you know, with, with his pads. He's, uh, he's a physical guy for sure. All right. So I'm going to ask you uh, and put you on the spot just a little bit. I'm going to ask you to fill in the blank. And I generally don't do this. Because to me, the obvious answer is when somebody asks, what do you need to do to win? Um, my favorite coaches on the planet have always been the ones who say, we just need to score more points than they do. Um, <laughs> so I'm, I'm hoping you won't do that. So I'm going to try it this way. In order for Bergen Catholic to win on Saturday, we, meaning you guys, your Crusaders, have to blank. Be tougher. Than them or than you've been the first four games? Than them. Than them. You know, we focus on toughness and everything we do. Be tougher. Okay. On all three phases, I'm assuming you're referring Absolutely. To. Yeah. I, I, you know, there's not a phase that we take off. And I, I think we've done an unbelievable job in special teams. Georgia Cat, our, our special teams coordinator, we, you know, we work hard at it. And that, that's the bottom line for us is execution and toughness. And, you know, that remedy is really not going to change uh, in the biggest game of the year. What have you been telling your team in the last week and a half since they went to four and oh? In terms of trying to get them ready. I don't want you to get into specific strategies. I think that, you know, we want to focus on our, our, our mental and physical toughness. And I think a lot of that has to do with execution. Um, So, you know, we have to play smart, tough football. And obviously, you know, when you get tired in these games, how you talk to yourself is so important. So um, it it basically comes right back to to getting on the line and conditioning the last 15 minutes of practice and, and really just being unique in your approach to the game from a toughness standpoint and how you talk to yourself in your inner mind is is really, whether it's Pop Warner football, high school football, or the NFL, I think makes the difference in, in all of these marquee games. It's really about getting yourself psyched up and maintaining that level from start to finish, right? Which is really difficult to do because the, the ebbs and flows of these games and when, you know, especially when, when, the, uh, when the tide turns, you know, it's like an avalanche in some of these games. So you have to be able to focus when things are not going right and, 
you know, we know they have unbelievable players over there and they're going to make some plays, but we have to be able to withstand and, and continue to focus on doing our job, playing and play out. When you're sitting in the film room with your team, who are you telling your guys to key on for them? Yeah, that's a pretty long, long <laughs> list now. <laughs> um, but I think, you know, we're used to playing against so many really talented players. Now, now Todd is a little bit different because he can take off and really hurt you with his legs, and then he can rip it 70 yards down the field. So that, that's a hard guy to find. And, you know, he is 6'4", probably close to 240. So um, it's like, to me, he's a lot like playing against Cam Newton in high school, right? So it, it, it's one of those things that you have to – focus on him and I mean if you look at him it's, it's pretty hard not to see him he's, he's enormous <laughs> so um and he's a returned all-state quarterback so and our guys know exactly what he is so uh obviously I would say he would be public enemy number one you have to focus on right and who are you trying to stay away from defensively yeah I mean George is a, a really George Rooks is a great player you know um KJ Miles great player um their corners are, are really good players and then Christian LeBron is, um, you know, there's some really, if you took the two teams here, uh, you're going to be hard-pressed not to find a, a scholarship defensive back. I mean, there, there's almost double-digit scholarship defensive backs on, on two rosters. So it's, um, it, it's really going to be a great game to see from an entertainment standpoint, that's for sure. Um, there's some marquee matchups out there. And, you know, Santino, Jaden Bellamy, uh, Condemi, those guys have, have to get open against some really good players in the St. Peter's secondary. You know, it's funny. I talked to Coach Hansen before they played Bosco in their home opener, and I said to him, looking at the schedule for really the whole league, you guys are like a Power Five conference. Yeah, There's yeah, no really week is. off. It's, I mean, you literally had a week off this past weekend, but there's no game that you can look past and say, okay, we can tick that one in the win column. Right. And, and I think that the mental regiment of that is, is it, it could be taxing on you mentally, right? Because you really, there is no let up, you know, like I, I like to say like Alabama, they might schedule like a, a Western Carolina or somebody, you know, in this league that doesn't exist. I mean, you could get knocked off anywhere, anyway. So uh, we really have to focus in every, every seven days and be ready to play football. Yeah. I likened it to Georgetown back in the old days under John Thompson, they would always have St. Leo that, you know, tune-up game as they got ready for the Big East. But yeah. there's really no such thing, especially this year with the uh, condensed schedule. Uh, let me ask you, because we've talked about the uniqueness of this whole year and getting the season even started and the fact that we're about to enter uh, game five out of six is, I think, a remarkable accomplishment. But you talked about the mental aspect and, and how difficult was it on the kids, not only you coaches. I mean, it was impossible on you coaches because you're also not only trying to plan, but, you know, keep the kids safe and make sure everybody is following all the protocols. But, but how difficult was it on them, the players, uh, mentally to be able to, uh, you know, go with the tide so to speak and that tide kept changing every few days it seemed like you know there would be different protocols enacted or uh you know questions about whether people were testing positive and and not even their teammates you know you have classmates you have family members and extended family how difficult was it uh on your team Right, it certainly was. It, it took a lot of getting used to. I think, you know, phase one and phase two was really like pods. Uh, the first couple of weeks of summer, there was no football on the football field and there was no contact in a football practice, which is kind of the exact opposite of what football is, right? So it was hard to start out. And then I think it took a lot of getting used to. But again, I, I think 
our administration and, and the help we've had from, from the medical staff has been incredible this year. And it, it really, I think that it really, we look at it more that we focus on what we're grateful for and we're grateful and it shows you how much you love what you do and how proud we are of our guys and, and everything they've done and the sacrifice to be able to get to this point says a lot, but yet there's so many X factors that are out of your control that at, at any minute you really can get shut down. And we witnessed that, you know, with Don Bosco game getting canceled last week. Um, it, it can be heartbreaking, no question. And I, I feel for everybody in the state that's gone through that and, and you see it all throughout college and even the NFL, right? So uh, we're doing everything we can to, to stay on the football field. But at the same time, we're, we're really grateful for every day we get. And uh, I think that that's the silver lining in it that we really – ever turn back and understand that we love what we do. As we're wrapping up here, Coach Vito Campanelli is joining me. Uh, how surprised are you as a head coach in northern New Jersey, given what has gone on with the coronavirus from the outset, going back to mid-March, that here you are and finally about to play week number five of your schedule? Because when I talked to Coach Hansen, and I'm going back about a month already, it was right at the beginning of the NFL starting to have some problems, and college football was about to get into full swing, and they were having some issues as far as the virus goes, and we've seen programs have to you know, postpone countless games uh, at the college level. How surprised are you, sir, that you're able to be uh, getting set just a couple of days away from playing game five? More grateful than surprised, I'd say. I, I would say that, you know, it, it, we've been very fortunate. Um, you know, I could remember talking back with Rich and other coaches in the league, Danny Sabella, Danny Morangi, like, and talking to the Catholic schools in New York City about trying to put together a spring football league for Catholic schools, kids. And, uh, you know, we, we thought that that was a real viable option. So, I, you know, we definitely were working on other plans because we were very uncertain that we were ever going to get to this point. So, uh I would just say we feel really blessed that we are able to do this. And uh, I, I think it's been a unique situation, but it's a season that I'll never forget for my whole career, my whole life. And I hope that all the kids that are part of it feel the same way. All right. I would be remiss if I don't uh, ask you as we wrap things up, because I completely muffed to use a football term uh, when I talked to Coach Hansen, uh, his pending retirement. You're not going anywhere anytime soon, right? Boy, I hope not. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I, I got a pretty big mortgage here, so I guess my wife might get a little upset with me if I decided to retire anytime soon. Yeah, I wrapped up my conversation with him, and then something popped up on my Twitter feed, and I said, wait a second. What do you mean he's retiring? And, of course, uh, his son will be taking over as the coach. Yeah, at St. I, I tell you, it's been, I, you talk about it, it's, it's a life well spent for Rich. I mean, he, he's affected so many guys down there in, in the Hudson County area, and you know, he's been, been a credit to their school. And, and young Rich is, uh, you know, one of the best young coaches in the state. So, uh, love coaching against him. He does a great job with their defense. So, I, I you know, I, I really can't wait to get to Saturday. And uh, it should be an unbelievable game. I'm looking forward to seeing you. Hopefully the weather uh, is just like it is right now. It's beautiful. It's sunny. It's warming up. It, it, it'll feel like uh, late summer maybe instead of uh, the middle of fall. We'll take it, Mark. We'll take it. <laughs> All right. Last thing before I let you go, you talked about Tawan Malone, uh, you know, uh, maybe one of the best players you've had, certainly at Bergen Catholic. Um, Brian Cushing, by far the, the number one alum in your mind? Alumnus, well, I, I would say this. Yeah. I mean, if you look at Brian from his career in college, Bergen Catholic, winning the state championship as a senior, 
And then, obviously, um, Jared Garantano, the current Tennessee quarterback, was high school American, and Jordan Morant was one last year. But I, I would have to say, yeah, you'd probably put Bryant. Bryant would be on that Mount Rushmore of, of Bergen Catholic players without question, without question. How old do you feel when you realize he's been retired now for a couple of years? Yeah, I, I tell you, I, I get pretty old looking at my kids who are in high school these days, and my son's in eighth grade. I, I, that's a head-scratcher to me. But, yeah, I, I can remember those guys playing in high school for sure. <laughs> I, I remember seeing him in high school and then going to USC and yeah. on to the Texans. And, boy, <laughs> now I've got more gray hairs popping out. Yeah. Goodness gracious. Hey, listen, I appreciate the time. Thanks so much for doing this. I appreciate you having me, Mark. I appreciate all you do for high school sports. Thanks. Good luck on Saturday. I hope to see you uh, from a distance, of course, uh, and masked up. <laughs> no doubt. Thanks. Thank That's Bergen Catholic head football coach Vito Campanelli. I'm Mark Renee, and you're on the mark. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.